Hello there, and happy International Podcast Day to you. It is the day that we celebrate not just the Agent Survival Guide podcast, but all the podcasts across the world. This is a day to get the word out about podcasts. So if you're on social media today, odds are you will likely see mention of podcasts and more podcasts with maybe even some stats thrown in there. One of those stats might be that 78% of the U.S. population is now familiar with podcasting. Or you might hear that 57% of the U.S. population has ever listened to a podcast. 41 million listened to a podcast in the last month. 28 million listened to a podcast in the last week. And if you're wondering where these numbers came from, they are from the Infinite Dial 2021 by Edison Research and Triton Digital. In January each year, they complete a telephone survey in which they ask questions like these. The responses are then weighted to national population figures for the results. It is the study slash presentation I look forward to most every year, And yes, that's even more than the Apple events that I tend to geek out about. But back to those stats, one last one that I will highlight. 28 million weekly podcast listeners listened to an average of eight podcasts in the last week. My listening skews slightly higher than that. I am at around an average of 13 per week right now, but some weeks are higher, some are lower, just depends on how much I'm binge listening versus episodic listening. Point is, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I truly enjoy this particular form of media, and I'm always looking for recommendations. Because of my listening habits and love for audio stories, I actively seek out recommendations, so my listening queue is always overflowing with episodes. That's why I love creating episodes like this one. Hopefully I can fill that void for you as well, and you never know. One of the shows on this list today just might become your new favorite. I have a lot of brand new recommendations that have not been mentioned before on the show. Once we work through those, we will get to updates on some old favorites. And of course, my standing disclaimer, these are in no particular order. So let's get into it. First up, Not Past It from Gimlet. I have found myself really enjoying this show, and with my family roots filled with history buffs, well, I can't say that I'm too surprised. Each week, Simone Polanin chooses a topic from that week in history and gives us a brief explainer on it, and then she also explains how that relates to the way we live today. The episodes range from serious to lighthearted. My entry to the podcast was the Illuminati episode in July. I also posted about the Beanie Babies episode and the History of Emojis episode on my Instagram if you follow me there. I like the fact that you don't really know exactly what you're going to get each week. There are a variety of topics, as I've just mentioned. Politics, fads, technology... I like that level of randomness and topic, mixed with a familiar treatment of subject and structure to each episode. Next on the list, 
Toxic, the Britney Spears story from Witness Docs. As soon as hashtag FreeBritney started trending, the news stories came into mainstream media and the documentaries began that showed Spears in a sympathetic light. This particular one is hosted by Babs Gray and Tess Barker, the former hosts of the podcast Britney's Graham. They also have been part of the Free Britney movement for a long time. Toxic takes more of a journalistic approach to reporting on the pop star's story. We get the background on what happened prior to her being conserved. We hear how the conservatorship came to be, who had authority over her and her career, and a lot about the laws and rights of individuals who have been conserved. There are 10 episodes. The story is compelling and well-reported, and I can honestly say I learned a lot that I did not previously know about conservatorships through listening. My next pick, a news podcast that I've really come to enjoy, Today Explained from Vox. It's a daily news show that comes out at the end of the day as opposed to first thing in the morning. Now, I cannot attest to their production schedule, but that late afternoon published time allows for a smidge more relevance in breaking news stories. There's also a variety of topics that the show covers in addition to that core staple of U.S. and world news, and I like the way that this show is educational but approachable at the same time. The nature of explanatory journalism creates a potential slippery slope, but I think this show in particular does a great job with their content choices and their reporting style. And as much as I love the news, whether that means listening to it or reading it, I also do enjoy a few other genres, one of which being weird and wacky stories. Atlas Obscura is a show where stories that are a little strange, potentially different, but wonderful all the same, it's where those stories come to life. One week, you might be listening to an episode about the world's loneliest tree, and the next, you'll be learning about something called a sun cannon for the first time. Or not, if you're a sun cannon enthusiast. There's also an episode on the white squirrel that lives in Prospect Park, and on spite houses, speaking of which, the one in Boston just sold for $1.25 million a few weeks ago. Atlas Obscura puts out four episodes a week, and as I just mentioned, there is a good variety of topics to keep the show interesting. Next on the list, not a news podcast per se, but the story is one that has been back in the headlines recently. The Dropout from ABC News. It was originally the podcast that chronicled the events leading up to the downfall of Elizabeth Holmes and her company Theranos. New episodes and a second season of sorts began at the end of August when the trial of Elizabeth Holmes began. For background, she was a young entrepreneur who took the tech world by storm with claims that her company's tech could run blood tests on just one drop of blood. If that sounds amazing, well, that's why so many people likely bought into the idea and her vision. All of that, however, came crashing down when those tech claims turned out to be false. 
Holmes and her business partner were indicted with several counts of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Basically, the trial hopes to either show or disprove that Elizabeth Holmes knowingly made fraudulent claims about the company's tech. This is one of those podcasts that started off slow for me, but then I got hooked and found myself binging the episodes until I was all caught up, and now I'm listening weekly as new episodes come out. I've also sought out other episodes about Holmes and her trial from other podcasts, so I suppose it's turned into a bit of a rabbit hole. Nothing new there, right? Moving on, as I'm looking through this list, I did notice that I'm leaning pretty hard into the news and nonfiction side of podcasting right now. I'm not sure that's so much of a conscious choice as just what is available right now. I had a lot of fiction podcasts this summer, and I feel like I've powered through all of those, except for one at the moment, and that one is Bridgewater. Bridgewater is written by Lauren Shippen. She's the writer and producer of The Bright Sessions, which I've talked about before. It's a phenomenal show with well-developed characters. And while Lauren brings her signature writing style and creativity to Bridgewater, it was actually created by Aaron Mankey of Lore fame. Admittedly, I have never listened to Lore, but I am familiar with the concept. Lore is a nonfiction podcast about real-life strange and scary stories. Bridgewater takes the real-life scary story and folklore of the Bridgewater Triangle and creates a fictional story around it. While the podcast is sometimes categorized as a horror podcast, I've said this before, not sure if I'm qualifying my listening here, but I don't put this squarely in that category alone. There are elements of folklore, mythology, mystery, and noir that all mix together to create a compelling show. Here's the gist of the plot. Jeremy Bradshaw's dad went missing in the Freetown Forest when he was a kid. Now he's a folklore professor in Bridgewater, New Jersey, but he doesn't buy into the mythology. He's that guy that can always find a reasonable, usually scientific reason, to explain what's going on. Until strange things start happening in the forest again. And that is all I will say, so I don't spoil anymore. The next pick is one that I heard about while listening to another show. The Just Enough family recounts the history of the Steinberg family, told by Liz Lang, Saul Steinberg's niece. I had heard of Liz Lang, but as far as the Steinberg story, I might have heard bits and pieces in the news, but nothing that sticks out so far, other than Liz Lang's maternity line of clothing. What an entrance to a show. There are a few family members who take on narration duties in each episode. We hear from Liz, her sister Jane, and their parents. It's an interesting glimpse into the nouveau riche world of Saul Steinberg's success. And of course, there are sprinklings of inevitable demise lurking as we travel through each episode. So for a podcast that I didn't know much about the subject and hadn't heard any buzz for besides that single ad, it has turned out to be a gem of a show, and I love it when that happens. 
Next on my list, and likely inspired by the many, many podcasts about scams and Ponzi schemes out there, imposters. Season one told the story of Wayne Simmons, the supposed ex-CIA spy who might not have ever been a spy at all. That did not stop him from appearing on TV as a military analyst or working with some very powerful people. At six episodes long, you can binge season one fairly quickly. They are currently in the midst of season two with the story of another con man. One of the things that is most interesting about season one is the fact that the subject of the show, Wayne Simmons, was interviewed for it, in addition to people who knew him, some of whom became suspicious of his bravado. I have not listened to season two yet, but I'm hoping that it's just as compelling as season one. Next up, this is one that I loved the concept of when I first heard about it, 70 over 70. It's a simple concept. Host Max Linsky interviews 70 remarkable people over the age of 70. What did they experience that we can learn from? How do you let go of mistakes? What do you really think about retirement? To name a few of the guests on the show, Linsky talks with actor James Hong, author Lois Lowry, and face of the pandemic, Dr. Anthony Fauci. In 70 Over 70, there's a collection of wisdom that's both whimsical and respectfully refreshing. You might even find an episode or two to share with your clients. Last but not least is a podcast that I've talked about on the Friday Five and on my Instagram, but I felt it was important to mention it here too. We have been listening to it every night since it came out in June, and it has really helped our bedtime routine. That's right, it is Good Night World, the podcast collaboration between Sesame Street and Headspace that I hope continues putting out episodes forever or at least a long while. Headspace is a guided meditation app, and this particular podcast combines that meditation with bedtime, adds the characters of Sesame Street, and creates a really wonderful listening experience. Each episode starts out with a short story, then there is a relaxing breathing exercise, Last, we get a guided meditation that's calming and helps us to drift off to sleep. If getting the wiggles out before bedtime is a struggle for your kids, I highly recommend this one. And honestly, I can't lie. There are times that it has helped me fall asleep too. So that is it for the new podcast recommendations. Now it is time for the updates. First on the list, I had no idea that new episodes of this podcast were still coming out. The Alarmist is a podcast featuring tragic tales that you've probably heard of before. And also the tragic twist for me, it is the cautionary tale of what can happen when you unfollow a show after you listen to what you think are all of the episodes. Well, they start making more and you don't realize it until a long, in fact, embarrassingly long time later. I got hooked back into the show with an episode on Biosphere 2 and an episode on Quibi, 
And yes, I am now following the alarmist again. I should not have ever stopped. Basically, in each episode, Rebecca Delgado-Smith looks at a famous tragedy and decides who is to blame for that occurrence. The Hindenburg, the McDonald's hot coffee lawsuit, the Salem witch trials, Romeo and Juliet. She looks at the evidence to find out what went wrong and ultimately who's to blame. Episodes come out fairly regularly, which is very exciting for me. It's like wearing a jacket for the first time in a year and finding a $20 bill in the pocket level. Exciting. Our next update, Endless Thread, kicks off their newest season on October 1st. When I went back through my recommendation episodes, I have to admit I was surprised that I have not mentioned this one before, given how often I listen to it. Endless Thread investigates the stories and mysteries of online communities. Many of the stories come from Reddit threads. The show has their own Reddit thread, and if you've ever been on Reddit, well, you know that it can be a very interesting experience. But I will say, when you don't know the answer to something or how to do something, you can usually find the answer in a forum online. So I have a special place in my heart for these forums and for Reddit. That has honestly always been my experience, but I digress. We've been getting many snack time episodes for quite a while now. The show was on hiatus for the majority of this year while they researched and produced new episodes. And according to the trailer that dropped last week, the first episode is set to explore memes. Very excited for that first episode and the whole season for that matter. Our next update almost made it into this summer's recommendation episode. I think I might have mentioned it on a Friday Five episode, but the unexplainable disappearance of Mars Patel remixed the sound on all three seasons of episodes, and you can now listen to them for free. Previously, only season one was available for free. Season two and three were behind a paywall. Mars Patel was my first foray into Gen Z media and really great kids podcast programming. So to be able to go back and listen to season one remixed along with season two and three, it's been a lot of fun listening to the story with my daughter. To recap the plot here, kids are going missing and the adults who should care don't seem all that concerned. At the same time, there's a school called Pruitt Prep for Extraordinary Children, run by the eccentric Oliver Pruitt. As Mars and his friends investigate further, they discover there is more to Pruitt Prep and Oliver Pruitt than they thought. And of course, it's up to them to solve the mystery. Now, I have to share the show description here as well because it describes the show as Goonies meets Spy Kids meets Stranger Things for 8 to 12-year-olds, and I think that captures it beautifully. My daughter is in that age range, and she absolutely loves the show. I am not, and I love it too. It also reminds me of the Mysterious Benedict Society, just with a few more characters to keep track of. Next up, Nice Try from Curbed, hosted by Avery Truffleman. I started listening to her on 99% Invisible, loved the spinoff Articles of Interest. I enjoyed listening to her on The Cut, 
and she's coming back for a second season of Nice Try in October. The first season focused on failed attempts at creating utopian societies. According to an article in Vulture, season two focuses on lifestyle products and that quest for individual improvement. So kind of like the search for the utopian self is what I'm thinking. I haven't seen anything other than that one article, so I'm not sure when in October that series will start up again. I loved the first season, though. I also enjoy Avery's reporting style, so I am definitely here for season two. And then for the last recommendation, I feel like I mention this one every single time I do a recommendation episode. Rabbits. Season two of Rabbits aired all of its episodes on Stitcher Premium. There are 10 episodes there that you can currently listen to if you pay for premium. I do not, and I'm trying very hard not to, because I already have Spotify Premium. But according to the trailer for Rabbits Season 2, and a tweet from creator Terry Miles, Season 2 will be available for free at some point after all the episodes in Season 2 come out on Stitcher Premium. The last episode dropped on September 7th, and trust me, I have been checking on that feed constantly. No words so far, but I'll be sure to drop a note in a future Friday Five episode and on my Instagram when it does happen. So far, I've listened to the first episode of season two, and that sets up the story nicely. We've got a new narrator, a new way into the mysterious game of rabbits, and some potential inconsistencies with the story told by Carly in season one. Now, part of me likes the idea of the story continuing, and I also like the idea of standalone stories that happen to exist in the same universe. I like that you can listen to season one or read the book first. It doesn't necessarily need to happen in a specific order. But part of me does not like the idea of retconning Carly's narrative. I have to say, I am suspicious. I'm hoping that there is more to it than just adjusting the narrative to move in a slightly different direction than what was conceived during season one. It's a risky move, unless season two is being narrated by an unreliable narrator or she's reporting from a dimension where the events of season one did not happen. At any rate, if you haven't listened to Rabbit's season one or read the book, It is a very entertaining show that you can get a little lost in the mix of mythology and nonfiction. But that's all part of the fun now, isn't it? Like I said, there's a good bit of news and documentary-style podcasts on our list this year. I wouldn't say that my preferences are changing. I just think this is a case of what's available right now. But that being said, If you've got a podcast you think I would enjoy, please send recommendations my way. I love a well-produced fiction podcast. I am all about the story. I love mysteries. Not so much on the true crime front, but good characters, good story. I am there. And that is all I have for you this International Podcast Day. We will be back with more recommendations at the end of the year. So keep in mind, if you do send a recommendation, 
you will likely get a shout out as the person who suggested I listen to it. Thank you so much for listening today. It is because of your support that we are able to create fun episodes like this one. So again, thanks for that. Thanks for following and subscribing. We really appreciate it. We will see you next episode.